Welcome back to another podcast by Miriam Khan. This is Raise Your Vibes. Today's topic is quite an interesting one. The topic is how our own negative thoughts can be our own prison and our own worst enemy. You know, we all go through different episodes, different cycles, different particular experiences in our life that moulders, shapers, breakers, moulders again. And, you know, a bit like a phoenix coming out of a big fire. We sort of reshape ourselves, remould ourselves, begin life again. But sometimes for certain individuals, this is quite hard to master because certain events in our life are trigger points that we just keep holding on to. And we have this repetitive cycle that goes on and on and on and on in our head. And we often can't break it. It's quite hard sometimes to do that as well, you know. You'll have certain people in your life, certain friends, certain family members, work colleagues, people that are in and out of your life, perhaps as acquaintances, that will spot the fact that, you know, you're having a tough time or something something has happened to you. And, you know, they will provide sympathy, they'll provide empathy, they'll understand your situation, whether you've lost your job, whether someone has, um, you know, sadly passed away, or perhaps you're just having a bit of a tough time, certain things have got on top of you. And you're not coping very well. It could be work pressures. It could be life pressures, family pressures. could be financial strain. All of us will have different scenarios that we can think of that lead to those negative thought patterns. Now, what happens sometimes is that, you know, we all have, I guess, groundhog days or hump days. Or we have days that we think, you know, today's not going so well. Or tomorrow's not going so well. Or my actual week is not going well. Or my month or my year. And that's the type of people that I'm referring to because sometimes a majority of us, you know, we will bounce back from whatever situation it is. We'll allow ourselves to rise above it and we'll allow ourselves to heal and we we allow ourselves to move forward. But then there are uh, some of us who sadly have this toxic trait within us that we can't break. We have these negative thoughts, these negative attitudes, negative beliefs that consume us. And all they do is end up being like this repetitive pattern cycle that we cannot break. We don't see the positivity. We don't see the goodness around us. We forget to even lift our head up and recognize what is going on. Some of that is down to the fact that, you know, we we are consumed with this pessimism. You know, woe is me. You know, why did this happen to me? Instead of thinking, what lesson am I here to learn? What are the blessings that have come out of this? You know, if you, for example, have broken your arm, um, perhaps your arm is in a plaster and your friend has, you know, taken you to hospital. Perhaps a friend has, you know, been with you, supported you, um, taken you to that hospital visit, helped you to get home, um, helped you to adapt within your house. Perhaps you can't open particular things. Maybe you're trying to make a meal and you can't, you know. Uh, perhaps you're trying to take a shower or something, something simple like getting dressed or just being able to get to work, whatever it is that needs adapting during that period of time. You know, you're not looking at the fact that there's this somebody has been helping you. Somebody has supported you. Somebody has, you know, taken on this role of looking at what's going on with you and has helped you to adapt. And you in that particular predicament, in the example that I'm talking about, may not recognize that. You might be thinking, oh, I can't do my work. Oh, this is too painful. Oh, I can't do this particular task because it's, oh, you know, and all this negativity keeps coming in. 
Instead of looking at the fact that you have people around you that are helping you and supporting you. This is what I mean, okay? So sometimes our toxic traits get us into this negative uh, pattern and we do repeat it, you know? Some of us do repeat it constantly. I know many individuals that go through this scenario. They are unable to actually open up their eyes and see the blessings and the beauty in front of them and the joy, there are times when we have so much joy around us that we are consumed by the negativity and the pessimism, we don't see it. You know, if you're having a bad day, if you're having a bad week, whatever it is, are you looking around and, for example, looking up at the sky? Are you looking at the beauty of the sky? Are you looking at the birds flying? Are you listening to the birds? Are you listening to the nature that's around you? Okay. Are you looking at the friendships that have supported you in your tough times? Are you appreciating it? Do you get what I mean? Some of us don't see that beauty. We are so consumed by the negativity and the toxic thoughts. There's somebody I, I've known for a long time who, you know, for a number of years has allowed the toxicity to take over. And in the end, you know, you become your own worst enemy. Okay? Because when you have that negativity in your mind, and you allow it to keep repeating and repeating and repeating, like I said, for over a cycle of 40 years, you don't allow yourself to be free. You don't see the fact that you yourself have become this broken person, fixed with trauma, but it's a trauma that you've allowed yourself to enable. And you're the one that's in charge, you're the one that's in power, okay? And worst case scenario, without realizing it, you've created your own prison, You've created your own prison of thoughts, of negativity, of pessimism, of not being able to appreciate the joys that have come into your life. Think about that. Think about that for a second. Think of someone on a seesaw, you know. On one side, you've got somebody with such positivity and love and embracing you for who you are. And then on the other side, you yourself are consuming all this negativity, hate, you don't love yourself, you don't like yourself, let alone love yourself. You allow this toxicity of whatever the scenario is that's happening in your life. You know, all of us will have different aspects of things that are going on, but you are allowing it to consume yourself, you know? And in that seesaw, that negativity is going to outweigh the positivity, the joy and the love and the kindness that you yourself can exhibit and others are trying to give to you won't, you know, won't be coming into your life. You keep putting up these barriers. You resist it because you think that you're not worth it as well. That comes down to self-worth and it comes to self-love and appreciation. There are people that will be out there desperate for that type of love and joy, you know? And when you are somebody that is consuming that toxicity and consuming that negativity for a long period of time, you'll find that People won't want to be with you. They won't want to be within your company. They won't want to be within your circle. And when someone does come in, trying to help you, trying to enable you to see the love and the joy and how beautiful a person and soul that you are, you will allow it for a little while. You'll break your barriers for a little while, but then the toxicity begins again. Okay? So how do we move forward? What can we do? Well, in some cases... It can be solved slowly, okay? And in other cases, 
it might be that some major lift, some major patterns of toxic behaviour can't be moved at all, but there might be fragments that we move. There might be certain scenarios that we do differently. The way our thought patterns are, the way our behaviour patterns are, we allow ourselves to go forward. Okay, But like I said to you, this is not an easy scenario to do because we get trapped and we are in a prison that we've created for ourselves. You know? Some individuals that I'd been counselling not so long back, you know, had got themselves in such a state that they had uh, got themselves thinking that they are free and that they are enabled and that they are in control, whereas in fact they're not. Um, they don't realise that they themselves have created this layer upon layer upon layer of um, entrapment, you know. And it's only when we really start to look at ourselves you know, and we start to look at these positive things that we slowly start to move forward. Things you can do. We all are from different cultures, different traditions, different contexts, different countries, for those of you that are tuning in, you know, and you will have your own belief system. Not one perspective is necessarily the correct way. Religion, you know, if you are someone that's very spiritual, someone that likes to pray, maybe prayer is your way of seeking some help and some guidance maybe there are people around you you know in your religious context that can offer you some counseling that can offer you some guidance okay but also be cautious with that too be careful with um choosing the right person in that particular predicament someone that's not going to be judgmental someone that will listen to you and will offer you good advice that's also a bit of a caveat when you're looking at scenarios like this you might have close friends that can allow you to just help you through this as well. It might be that you just need a little conversation. It might be that you just need a little chat with someone. It might be that you need a walk, you know. You might need a cup of coffee, cup of tea, whatever it is. It might be that you just need a bit of you time and them time to just get things off your head and off your mind, okay, so that you're not necessarily thinking of that toxic um, conversation in your head. You're also allowing yourself to let it go. And sometimes that's also the hard thing as well. It's not always easy to let things like that go. Now, with some of the larger um, situations and larger scenarios, you'll have some individuals that will keep holding on to that toxicity. And like I said, you can allow someone the tools, you can show them the tools, you can show them the help. You know, some people, for example are so bogged down with their toxicity and with their pain that just small things, you know, for example, taking them to a doctor's appointment, helping them, maybe taking them out of their house, um, maybe allowing them to sleep at your house if it's convenient, just little things that are enabling them to have a bit of freedom. It might be that that person doesn't drive and you drive them somewhere, you know. It could be that that person is unable to leave their house and you have to stay with them even though it's not really the right place to be, you know, because of the toxicity that might be in that household. But the point is that you are there as a means of support. You're there to help and encourage and to show that person that, you know, there are other aspects, there are other things that are out there other than the toxic um, thought patterns that are in their head. But the other thing that you have to do as well is to make sure as much as you are supporting that person and being kind and caring, which is a beautiful thing, that you're also you are allowing a bit of space for yourself, you know? And that comes with your different boundaries as well. 
when you are trying your hardest to support people that are um, struggling, that are finding things hard, you know, the best thing you can do is obviously listen. And that's the other thing. Some people will keep these thoughts and keep these feelings consumed with them and they will lock them in a tiny, tiny part of their brain and their heart, their soul and their mind. That also is like a metaphorical prison because they're not allowing themselves to express what's really going on, you know? And sometimes it can be a very small issue that's happened a long time ago that they are holding on to that resentment, they are holding on to that anger, they're holding on to that pain. And that's where it becomes very toxic, you know? Instead of releasing it, instead of expressing it, instead of forgiving as well, and instead of letting go, they let it consume themselves. And this is where the toxic cycle also comes in, you know? Sometimes, uh, you know, you can't help everybody. That's one thing I've learned massively over the last couple of years. You will try your best to counsel someone. You'll try your best to encourage someone and support someone. And there are also times when you yourself um, that's trying to help somebody has to let go, okay? There are some scenarios where you can help someone, of course you can. And there are also some scenarios where some, unfortunately, you see that that person isn't willing to do the work, you know? And the work on themselves, I mean, I don't mean physical work, I mean spiritual work, mental work, yeah, psychological work. You are trying to enable them. You're trying to encourage them to grow. You're trying to help them get over the trauma, to get over whatever scenario is, whatever the negativity is that's in their mindset, you know? And you can coach them. You can show them the tools. You can enable them and be, support them as well. But if they're not willing to do the work themselves, then there are times you have to step back and step away because you're only going to hurt yourself in the process. That's not a negative thing. It's just putting things into perspective. Some people's negative thoughts can't be changed. They simply can't because the person isn't ready to get rid of that pattern of behavior. They're not ready to do the cognitive behavioral therapy or any other type of counseling that approach that you think is applicable here. Sometimes, you know, you will try and try and try and this is coming from a family member point of view, you know, because it's not a situation like a friend, for example, where you can just simply just leave it or cut that, cut that friendship off, you know. If this is a parent or a guardian, it's very hard, you know, to say, I'm sorry, I can't help you anymore. Some people will do that. I've seen it happen, you know. And uh, to the family member, it seems very cold and very calculated when they cut you off. But also they don't realise that, you know, okay, it's feeding that person's negativity as well. Why aren't I good enough? Why isn't this person wanting to be with me? But they don't realise that the person that's done that, that's cut those ties, have done it for their own protection. You know, because it's not easy to be around someone that holds on to such negativity and such, um, you know, worthlessness about themselves, I guess, and lack of self-love and lack of self-care, you know? These are not things that are going to happen overnight. These are not things that are going to change. Some affirmations of, you know, just understanding that you are a beautiful soul, you're a beautiful person, that you're a beautiful human being. And yes, people have come along in our lives and people have hurt us. Some of, some people have hurt us massively, 
you know, and they've built scars on us. They've built inner scars, inner wounds, and some we can't heal from. But the point is that we have to learn to forgive and we have to learn to let go, whether it's forgiving them or forgiving ourselves and letting go of things that not necessarily aren't helping us anymore instead of dragging around that pain that becomes this huge concrete mass that is weighing us down. And then the toxicity and the negativity in our own head and our own thoughts keeps playing repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly to the point where we aren't moving forward. We aren't allowing ourselves to live and we aren't allowing ourselves to grow. Now, all of us will know somebody similar to the conversations I've just talked to you about. We'll know someone that is remnant of that. The point is, well, what do we do? How do we move forward? And how can we help them and ourselves to heal? Sometimes we can't help everybody, like I said, and it's okay to step away. It's okay to step back. Sometimes you might just have a bit of a break from them and just be peaceful and say to them, I'm sorry, I can't do this anymore at the moment. I have too much on and I need to go forward and do this, this, this and this. And the person has to respect that. If they don't, then that's someone that you don't no longer need in your life. Okay? None of these things that I've said are easy, by the way. None of them are. Okay? But the toxicity in our mind, in our thoughts, in our mindset, these are things we can slowly change. We can recognise the small things that we do. You know? So as much as something is dragging us down and is you know, weighing on our mind and is allowing us to web away at the person we are. Did we get showered that morning? Did we get dressed? Did we eat something? Did we manage to look after ourselves? I know it sounds childlike, but these are things that when we're in trauma and we're in a negative mindset, we don't realise that actually these are huge things that we're managing to do. These are aspects of positivity, you know, because we're looking after ourselves, we're showing ourselves self-care. Are we allowing ourselves to say, you know, I did a, a really good project at work today, for example. I did a really good one and I deserve a pat on my back, even if it's me giving it to myself. The next week I might have a bad week at work. That's fine. But do we allow ourselves to celebrate the little joys? You know, when we come home to our families and our loved ones, do we allow ourselves to embrace the fact that we've got people around us that love us and care for us unconditionally? Or are we blind to that? Do you get what I mean? It's recognising the people that are around us and it's recognising the people within us. Some of us might be on our own. I've, I've you know, experienced that myself. I've experienced that with people I've counselled as well. There are people around us that don't necessarily have anyone, which also doesn't help. So maybe if you're in that particular predicament, you need to break your cycle and slowly try to open up. Maybe try to make friends. Go and volunteer somewhere. Go and help somewhere. Go out in nature. Maybe strike up a conversation with someone that you wouldn't normally necessarily strike a conversation with. Break your patterns. Break the mould. Move forward. Let things go. Forgive. Not forget, but forgive. Forgive yourself. Forgive this other person. Because if you don't, you're going to carry it around like a dead weight. And there's nothing worse than that because you're not allowing yourself to be free. You're not allowing yourself to be emancipated. 
If anything, you allow yourself to be stuck in the past, stuck in toxicity, stuck in negativity, not allowing yourself to see the joy and the beauty of who you are. You're also not living. You're existing, you're not living. And that's important to bear in mind as well. You know, wherever you are, whichever country you're, you're listening to, whichever place you're in, whichever situation you're in, your scenario you're in, maybe this is ringing bells of somebody that you know. Just stop and reflect, detach, meditate. Ask yourself within yourself, you know, how can I help myself and how can I help those around me? Hopefully, people can break some of these patterns if they're willing to do the work. If they're willing to do the work. Once we do that, it's a beautiful journey, knowing yourself again and breaking those patterns. Don't get me wrong, like I said, we all have hump days. We all have, you know, in-between days. And then some of us have groundhog days that seem to last a long time. But it's a matter of perspective and it's a matter of outlook and vision and joy. And we're here to raise your vibes. Of course we are. That's the name of my show. And at the end of the day, I want people to be happy within themselves. But it takes a lot of work to get there. And, you know, the best thing is experience. Experience is our best teacher. And from that, we can be wise or we keep learning. The choice is up to you. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time for another show. Take care. Blessings to all. Bye-bye for now.